Welcome to the Creation Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth King. Together, we'll have conversations with incredible human beings who have taken their creative outlet and turned it into something innovative. From people leaving the corporate world to be eight-figure entrepreneurs, to people who have created books, created a family, or just creating to have fun in the world. We are all in a journey to create something amazing in our lives, and I hope that you find some inspiration of your own here. This is the Creation Innovation Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Creation Innovation. I'm really excited today to talk to Ashley Bowman. Am I saying your name right, Ashley? Yep, Bauman. Yep. Bauman. Okay. <laughs> She's a wife, a mom, a former marketing manager who left her corporate career to pursue virtual fitness and wellness coaching and building her brand online. She went on to launch her podcast, Be Ambitious, which focuses on helping women find and create a fulfilling career and live an empowered and authentic life. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here and to chat about this because I think it's a topic that so many women kind of struggle with that are in corporate life and now getting on to transitioning to the next part of their journey, which is motherhood and how that looks. I also love that you use the word empowered. That's my favorite quote, empowered women, empower, empower women, empower women. Um, so thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And yes, I'm so passionate about this topic. I was passionate about this even before becoming a mom of just empowering other women um, with just the journey that I've been on the last, I would say 10 years, honestly, and then becoming a mom, being even more focused on helping mothers feel that way as well and navigate motherhood and careers and goals and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I've also been in corporate for 25 years and I still have a business that works in corporate marketing as well. And because I was single, no kids from 30 to 40, um, it was really interesting because I, I never really thought too much about those working moms that were in the corporate world. I just kind of like, we're all heads, heads down doing our thing. I was also a life coach at the time. So I knew that I had more flexibility, of course, than these moms did, but I really didn't quite get my head around like, what that meant to manage your job, manage your house, manage your little people, all the things. And I think it wasn't until I remember being having my first baby and working at my desk with my baby in my arms, like one hand typing, realizing like, oh, this is a whole different ball game, right? Like life as we knew it in a corporate sense has now flipped on its head, essentially. Did you oh, already yeah. have children when you were still in corporate or had you left already? No, I actually had, I left, uh, the, the story goes the way it all worked out was actually my husband and I both left our careers. He started his own company. I was doing the health and fitness coaching part-time when I was in corporate and I decided I didn't want to do that going forward. I really wanted to just have the, own my schedule, own my time. We were thinking about starting a family soon too. So we were already talking about that and just like daycare costs and all these things. And I wasn't fulfilled in my corporate career anymore either. So I didn't want to keep pursuing that. Um, so I quit. Um, my last day was on my 30th birthday and then had my daughter a year and a half later, um, so it was kind of like part of the plan, but I will say even with obviously not being in corporate anymore, when, once I had a child, 
it's been the last, she's just turned three. So the last three and a half years, balancing everything while having a child is completely different than what I expected. Yeah. And, and it's been a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Um, well, that's amazing that you guys had the foresight to have the plan to already see how the chips would lay and where you guys wanted to go and all that. So going from there to getting your regular paycheck to then doing your own business and for your husband for that matter, right? So to have two people go from regular paychecks to kind of the, the side hustle turn real hustle. Um, how was that for you guys? You know, it was a little scary that first year. I'll be 100% honest. We had some struggles. We had some moments where we were like, this maybe we should have not done this at the same time kind of thing. <laughs> and um, obviously hindsight is 2020, but I think whenever you pursue something different, especially as an entrepreneur, you are going to have, it's going to take a few years to really grow and to see the profit. And so, yeah, we knew there was going to be, it was going to be some struggles and sometimes where it was going to be tight, money was going to be tight and whatnot. Um, but we never gave up on that dream and we never stopped. And three years later, we're in a much better position financially. We've seen a lot of success. And so I, but I want to be honest, that first year was a lot of stress to, to, we knew it was the right decision. We never wanted to go back to our corporate careers. We, we never have thought that this was the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge thing. Like once you know, this is what you're meant to do and you're doing the thing that's best for you and your family and your career, you are willing to handle the hard times and the stress. And so uh, I'm glad we stuck with it because we're seeing the other side of that now. And it's, yeah. And I think that's really important to emphasize for people that are, you know, whether they're leaving corporate or starting their own thing, maybe they're already a stay-at-home mom and they're deciding to start a business. Um, it really, it, they say it's at least two years to really kind of see that profit come to fruition. And when you're in that and you don't see the, that financial reward coming back at you, I always kind of say it's like, a, like being on a diet. If you're starting a diet and you see the weight loss starting or the working out and you can see your body changing, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to stay motivated to do this, right? But if you're not seeing any of those results, it's really hard to stay motivated. And I think that's where it is when you find that passion of yours, whether you're talking to a wall and nobody's listening or whatever, just reminding yourself that this is a long game and you're in it for the marathon run, that will come around and it's we we kind of we in we are in a society that wants that instant gratification right we think okay i'm gonna go do this i have this plan i've seen a lot of other people that are super successful at doing this you know i'm super motivated and then you're like wah 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 it's not happening the way that i thought it was right so i love that you guys just kind of kept your eye on that target of this is really what we want to do because I think I see it so much where people are like, but it's not working. I'm like, you got to give it time, right? It's like growing that flower, having the acorn turn into the oak tree. It needs some time to nurture so that it can flourish and actually be what you want it to be. 100%. That is, you hit the nail on the head. It's because we, like you said, with the instant gratification, we want to see results immediately. And I think having a health and fitness background as well, I have seen that where I know that it takes time to get the results that I want and it's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen in two weeks. Yeah. And so that was always, obviously there were days where it was, it was 
hard to see that and remind yourself of that, that this is going to be worth it and it's going to get better and, and whatnot. But yes, everything worth having is going to take some time, extra time than you think and more sacrifice than you think, but it's 100% worth it. So keep going. Don't, don't give up. Yeah. And how have you navigated having your own business and being a mom and balancing that schedule, so to speak, that you kind of touched on initially? Yeah. So that has been, I actually, as my daughter's gotten older, it's been harder. I, I actually found that the her first year of life when she was a baby, she was sleeping so much that I actually was getting way more done. I, it yeah. was actually easier for me. The first year was actually easier for me. And I know that's not the same for everyone. Um, as she's gotten older, more active and whatnot, that's been harder for me to balance everything and stay on top of everything. Um, but what I kind of have done and obviously everyone's situation is different, what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. But for me is I've just changed my goals a little bit. I've changed my expectations um, because I do, and I, I am, and I've been doing this and, and happy with it. I am first and foremost, a stay-at-home mom, but I am a mom that does pursue goals and that does have passions and projects and, and a career as well. It's just kind of shifted a little bit where my career has taken second place over motherhood and that's okay for now. It's a season. And yeah. that's something that I want moms to know is like, that's okay. Like you don't have to give it, give it up. You don't have to be all or nothing kind of thing. So for yeah. me, I, um, our family for, for us, our family is our daycare. So we have family very close to us, grandparents that watch my daughter. So nice. anytime I have anything to do with podcasting, she's at one of the grandparents' houses. Anytime I need to get caught up on projects and work, um, I, th that's where she goes. Now, what I want to say is this is something that you need to do if you are kind of doing a part-time, I would say my career is part-time right now, but I'm totally fine with that because I'm still pursuing my goals. I'm still growing and I'm still changing people's lives and impacting them and helping them. Um, so for me, it's whenever I have those days that she is not with me, my daughter's not with me, I am maximizing that time. So I always have a to-do list that I follow. I batch content. Uh, social media is a huge factor for me. I'm always um, on social media. So I batch all of posts, reels, content, um, podcast recordings, podcast editing. It's all going down when um, when I'm able to, to do that by, when I'm by myself. I also, they always say, try and do your IPAs, your income producing activities first. Get those done and out of the way. Focus on those. Uh, another thing that I have not been able to do as much because I'm pregnant right now, and actually this pregnancy has taken a lot out of me. It's been it's been a good pregnancy, but I'm just exhausted all the time. But prior to pre this pregnancy, um, I was able to do a lot at night after my daughter went to bed. You yeah. got to make some sacrifices too. Yeah. You got to do stuff at during nap time. Got to get up earlier. I'm, I'm always trying to get up before my kids uh, to, and, and, and even my I, husband too. <laughs> I always joke about that because people are always saying that work late and or earlier. And I'm like, I had three under three and we're still kind of in it as far as a sleeping. I'm like, clearly you don't have kids that don't sleep through the night because you are getting every last ounce of sleep that you can in the morning yes. because they're awake at like 530 and they've been awake through the night. So it's just... Painful. And, but I, to add on to that, so God bless for anybody who does have sleeping children through the night, 
Right. Trust me, like uh, send your good vibes my way. We've done all the sleep consultants and everything, but still. Um, but I think that you've touched on a word expectation. And I think having that realistic expectation for yourself and your family and mm -hmm. your partner, whoever is in your life to say, this is what it is. And that expectation can change weekly, daily, monthly, whatever. Right. Um, and and tap yourself out where you feel comfortable versus what you think the expectation is of it of you right and I think we yes. put the expectation, at least for myself, I put the highest expectation for myself right two businesses three kids my husband. All the things and i'm at a point where I need to slow down to speed up, because it is a lot um, and we tend to feel that we have we have to do it all right and I think you're putting such a good message out there that you still can do it all it's just how how do you organize that for yourself and it's different for everybody based on what their situation is some people don't have family close or right. whatever it is and um, and i think working backwards from there and backwards from what your budget is right so if you are able to work part-time that's amazing and and what does that realistically look like because i think people have this idea in their head of i'm going to start my own business i'm going to be an entrepreneur but they don't really map it out fully. And like, exactly. what does that mean? You have to do your own admin stuff. You have to, there's so much more that goes into it. Back to the expectation for yourself. And when you start as an entrepreneur, knowing all of the things that go into that is, as far as admin and batching the content and marketing yourself and all of the things. If you wanna take a course yourself in any of those places, how are you organizing your time to make that happen? Uh, but I do think that it's such a beautiful place that we're in in the world now that you have the ability to have that as a viable option to contribute to your lifestyle, whether it's full time yeah. or part time, which before it didn't used to be as flexible, I feel like, as it is now. Exactly. And that's why I, so I was um, a part of network marketing is what I originally was doing years ago. And I, that was one of the biggest reasons why I got into it because of the flexibility, the option to do it virtually, to be able to do it uh, on my schedule. And there's so many options out there for, for women, for moms um, right now. I mean, they could do an Etsy shop. They could do be an influencer on social media and do influencer marketing. They could work with brands and collaborate. They could do, um, obviously, I already mentioned network marketing. They could do so many different things, uh, podcasting as well. And these are things that we can you can do part-time and still generate income and see results. And I, that's, that's, that's the thing. I, I feel that as long as women know they have these options and it doesn't have to look a certain way, could I be making um, seven figures? Sure. But then I would have to have my kids in daycare five days a week. And that's just not what I want to do right now. And that's okay. But yeah. I can still have a career that generates income and that I'm passionate about and that fulfills me um, with it being part-time, with a part-time income. That's, I just want moms to know that it's, again, not all or nothing. You can do it your way and be happy doing it that way too and seeing success. And maybe once the kids are both in school full-time, it's, it's, you know, you're going full-time with your career again. Yeah, I, I, there's, there's, the opportunities are endless as well as I, I wanna add to that, 
having a side hustle on the side of your corporate job. Maybe you need the benefits of your corporate job. And there's absolutely, I get that. There's no shame in that, you know? So right. if you have the time that you can carve out to do something that you're passionate about and lead with your heart in something while still getting the paycheck and the benefits from your corporate job, do that. And then just yes. give yourself that runway of a time frame of whether that's a year or six months or whatever of knowing, okay, we're going to bank X amount of funds so that we have the ability to have a little bit of a cushion before we do it or whatever works for you. I think that there's, again, it's so cool that there's so many options now for people to live passionately about what it is that they're doing and help people in the meantime. Exactly. I agree 100%. So let's talk about your podcast. I love the title of it, Be Ambitious, because it just is like a straight up call to action for everybody who's listening, right? <laughs> um, and I love that. So how did you come to name it that, first of all? So uh, with the whole story of the podcast, I've been listening to podcasts forever. I can't remember. I was listening to podcasts before many people were listening to them and I loved them. I, I've always loved them. I still listen to them weekly. And I thought about this years ago, like, oh, I want to start my own. I would love to. But of course, fear got in the way. Excuses got in the way. But it just kept coming back. Every year I would get that nudge, like I should do this. I should do this. And I finally did. I honestly think my daughter being, uh, I think she was one, yeah, she was one years old when I launched it two years ago. And it was more so being like showing her, I want to always show her that you can go after your, your dreams and goals and start something new, even when you're afraid and see how it goes. So um, what I did was naming it. I knew the, I figured out who I wanted this podcast to be for first. So I knew that I wanted my audience and, and the, who I had on the topics to be focused on women, um, not just moms, but all women. Mm -hmm. And so I figured that out first. And then I figured out, I want to really highlight women business owners and get them on the podcast to share their stories. I'm always so inspired by people's stories of adversity and challenge and, and how they've started something and what they're passionate about. So I figured that out too. And then I actually was, I, I use a big whiteboard and I wrote down all the attributes and personality traits of who the listener would be. Yeah. And so I was, I wrote ambitious. I wrote, you know, um, authentic and uh empowered all these things so I, I i was trying i was playing with all of those those names and those um words and i i don't know it just stuck out to me i think visually i'm a visual person too so seeing the words all on the whiteboard um i kind of put it together and then someone actually was like be ambitious is your initial like i'm a b oh. is like my initials but backwards um, and I wanted it to be short and concise. I don't know. It just is, it fit. Yeah. And um, I, it's, it, it's stuck and I'm, I'm really glad I went with that. Yeah, it's great. It's so kind of what you're talking about with the whiteboard um, brainstorming is what we talk about in the fertility coach Academy with finding your ideal client avatar, right? What is, what is she like? What is, what is her personality? Where does she go? What does she shop? Where does she, you know, all of those things to hone in on where where they are what they are, how we get them right so those people are now attracted to your podcast because oh i want to be ambitious or i am ambitious or you know i hope to be ambitious so i think that's really great tell us a little bit about the content that you provide on your podcast 
Yeah. So we do solo episodes. So that's just me kind of doing more like mindset, empowering, inspiring, and helpful tips for women. And then we do interviews with business owners. You're going to be a guest yes, coming I can't up. Wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I try to just sh share women in all different industries, doing all different things. Obviously um, there is a lot of health in there because I just think health and wellness is so important. So we've had nutrition coaches and um, doctors and whatnot and migraine health. And you're going to be talking about fertility. I've had um, other people come on that help with more like mom content. So I actually have a sleep specialist coming on soon to talk about sleep, yeah. which we kind of already were talking about and mentioning and um, stuff like that. But then I have a calligraphist who is an artist who mm. is talking about that. Um, I have business coaches and photographers on. So, but, it, and it all ties into not only their business story, but they give their expertise. So there's always tips that no matter what industry you're in, you can use to implement in your business. But then it's also, especially if they're a mom, I do ask them about motherhood and how they're bailing, balancing it all, how they're getting it done. Cause I want people to see the different, the differences. Some people are full-time, some people aren't, some people are um, just starting out. And some people have been doing their business for several years and are very successful. Um, but it's really, I thought about, I want people who, I want women to be listening to this at home. If they've thought about doing something, but they're afraid if they are just starting out and they need extra advice and, 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 um, encouragement, if there's someone who's seasoned, but they're looking to maybe pivot or do something different or maybe scale back. Those are all the women that I thought about when I started this, uh, this podcast. And that's who I feature. I feature just all different topics, industries, situations, and whatnot. That's awesome. I, again, I think the, the ability for you and your business too, that you have so many different dimensions of it. And the podcast is just, I always say too, it's one thing under the umbrella, right? So there's a lot of different ways that you can put yourself out in the world. And I think podcasting is a really great way if you feel that you are aligned with that. And I think also being aligned with something and what you do from your business perspective is so important because we should on ourselves all the time of like, I should do this and then I should do that and I should do that. And my opinion is just, no, do where your heart, go where your heart leads you, do what you feel aligned with because from a mental, spiritual perspective, it will always catch up to you if you're doing something that doesn't feel in alignment. And I think for what you're doing, you can really tell that passion in all the things and aspects and places that you show up. And it really shows when people do that. Don't you agree? Oh yeah. I, I, yeah, that's what I hear a lot from my guests as well is it was something that they thought about. Like I said, the podcast, I kept thinking about it. I kept wanting to do it and it kept getting that nudge, that nudge, and that nudge is never going to go away until you finally do something about it. Mm -hmm. So, and then also if you're like, you kind of said, if you're the opposite side where you're in something career wise, that isn't meant for you, you're going to constantly feel I, I, you're going to feel negative, bogged down. You're going to feel, um, you know, just maybe un, unfulfilled, unhappy. And it's because you're doing something that you're not meant to do anymore as well. And you got to listen to that. You got to listen yeah. to it. We have the intuition inside of us that we need to, to follow. 
Exactly. I, I touch on that so much because I think so many people lose sight of that, especially when you're in a fertility journey, because your, your mind is so consumed with like, when am I ovulating? How is this going to work? When am I going to get pregnant? How, you know, why isn't it working? Whatever. And you get so distracted from your own intuition and that nudge, or I say, are you expanding or contracting? So if you're mm even something that you're going to eat, right? Do you feel a little bit of expansion in your body or do you feel that tightening up or contracting? That's your body's intuition telling you, no, probably not a good idea or a person you're going to see or a place you're going to go. For me, it's hotel rooms. I rarely ever stay in the same hotel room that I'm assigned to because I go in and I feel like, does this feel expansive or contracting to me? And I know it sounds silly, but I really try to be in alignment with everything and everyone that I am in contact with because I it does affect me and I take on that energy the rest of the time. So I think really doing whatever you can to circle back to your intuition or maybe you want to call it the nudge or whatever feels right for you, but just take a second and like listen for that and start playing that game with yourself of is this what I'm supposed to be doing or where I'm going or what I'm eating or work is this the right workout for me even right i think working out and you know this as a health coach so many of us i mean i used to spend hours on a treadmill like two hours a day at one point and doing my weight training whatever on what whatever like i now i hear people doing that i'm like oh it's so painful like don't do it but we all have to go through our own journey but now i know the the contraction for me in that is so huge because I know that's just not in alignment with what is right for right. me anymore. Um, but I think sometimes we get overridden by what we think we should do, right? Oh well, yeah. I should be healthy and working out X amount if I wanna lose weight or I wanna run the marathon or whatever it is your goal is, you know? Um, and I yeah, think I just going back to listen to your body. I agree, it's, it's having that self-awareness that's something that um, I really worked on a lot and I want to encourage everyone to really figure out what you like, be self-aware enough to know when things aren't right. Another thing that randomly popped in my head just now that um, it, it's even with friendships and relationships. Yeah. If you feel that that was a huge factor for me a few years ago, and I figured that out and I've used that kind of as a self-awareness tool for other things like career and, and whatnot, um, and working out and all that is how you feel afterwards. Do you feel drained? Do you feel even before when I was hanging out with the wrong people that I could not be 100% myself around, I would get super anxious beforehand totally. going to see them. I would dread Same. it. I would be stressed out. And then I would feel depleted afterwards as well. I would feel sometimes even bad about myself. Now I only spend time with the people that, that matter to me, that I can be myself around, that build me up, that, that we build each other up. And I have really kind of minimized like who I spend time with. Cause again, also once you become a mom, once you get older, you have, you just have a unlimited, or you have limited, not unlimited. You have a very limited amount of time anyways to spend with people. So you want to spend it with the right people. And yeah. I would realize now when I spend time with people, it's the right people and I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm energized after I feel awesome after I feel like I just was, um, you know, empowered after as well. And that's something yeah. to keep in mind with relationships, fitness, um, with your career, you can, you can be really be self-aware with, of your energy and how you feel before and after too. 
Yeah. Could not agree with you more. I know I've gone through the same thing with people and then I'm like, why do I feel this way every time? I'm not an anxious person, but getting ready for that to see those people, I'd be like, doesn't feel good, you know? And that's literally, I, I just don't, same as you, I don't do it anymore. And then how great is it though, to your point, like when you hang out with people that you're like, you just want more, like you leave wanting more of those people that have such good energy. So yes, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. And thank you again for being here today. I can't wait to be on your podcast as well. And congrats on your little baby boy coming soon. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited for our conversation. I know you're going to be so helpful to our audience and inspiring. And I, I loved this conversation today too. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creation Innovation Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to the Creation Innovation Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you choose to get your podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Yes, we actually do send out gifts. It's my favorite thing to do. So visit us at elizabethking.com backslash creation innovation for more information on how to enter. Every review counts and we are so grateful. You can follow me at the official Elizabeth King on Instagram or TikTok. Until next time.